The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band are achieving their goals. Morgan and Eli did so much social damage to Kiros he may as well be dead. Atticus won over the Duke while convincing him to commit his first murder, and Valentine supervised it all from the sidelines. But can Atticus maintain his social position after reading his poem to all of Greybridge? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. Overheard at the fall party. Oh man, if he was just gonna have like a cool sexy time in a maze with a guy, I don't know why I even fucking bothered to make this whole weird sculpture out of fucking stone. Could have saved myself so much chiseling. A disappointed suitor. It is the show of art. And yet, there's already been a show of heart in the maze uh, as uh, Atticus, you helped uh, guide uh, Duke Wickstrope through the the difficult uh, fraught situation of uh, having to kill one of the traitors who attempted to overthrow uh, the the royals of Greybridge. However, uh, the fall party is still in, in full swing. And the celestial season, as is easy to forget, is not just for the people vying for the top, but similar, I believe, we described it as like an F1 race for also just improving your station in the lower ranks. So there is still a lot of desire to show off the art and to kind of jockey for position. But it's rapidly becoming clear that the contest for the Duke's heart is probably over uh, for all intents and purposes. Uh, nevertheless, uh, the the various houses that are still standing have, have set up uh, things. And Atticus, it is expected that you will deliver uh, a, a poem. As the host, you can choose where you go in this order. Do you want to open the show of art with yours, or do you want to go last? Let's go last. Last? Okay. So the various houses uh, sort of assemble. Um, Valentine, you're able to meet back up with uh, with Atticus now. The Duke is kind of whisked away to um, probably a, a small... like throne that really the king would have sat on but he's not here so instead the, the duke is awkwardly shuffled into it uh he calls for the bottle and the glass uh, but you notice he only fills it half um so he's he's calmed down a little bit having committed a murder that said his hand shakes as he raises it to to his mouth uh and he kind of just gestures for for it to begin um and uh so birno hops in and says hey everyone hi all right great so we're gonna get going with the show of art this is my personal favorite part of the celestial season and i am honored to be here as you all know i am an entertainer as well as a party planner so if you ever need someone to help you out with some art i'm your guy i'll always have at least eight ideas for you okay so 
We are getting things underway. We've already had, I believe, Kiros jumped the gun a bit. Seems to not be the first time tonight. Am I right? And everyone legitimately gives Birno some love on this one. Like <laughs> the, the tone has, has changed. This. So uh, if anyone wants to look at that big garish picture he put up front, that is there. Uh, that said, uh, Lord Versailles, I believe you were a wronged party in that. So do you do you want to show yours next? And uh, Versailles steps forward, says, yeah, I suppose it was a rather garish uh, sight to behold. Uh, mine is somewhat more simple. Uh, Duke Wickthrope, though it seems you've had a, a, a deep connection with our beloved Lord Van Houten, I do have a, a small offering for you. Knowing how distasteful you find these, these particular shows, I decided instead of using my admittedly somewhat tapped resources to put on a show for you in this temporary situation, that instead I would uh, attempt something you might actually give a shit about, if you'll pardon my language. Uh, and thus I have uh, invested the money uh, into the creation of uh, several homes for the improvement of uh, orphan children here in Greybridge. It would seem after the most recent rainfall we had that there will be a few more of those around. So the uh, Wickstrope Academy for Lost Children is being constructed as we speak. Uh, I, of course, have some experience in building and would welcome any input you have, but I figured what greater work of art is there to impress the heart of a duke than a work of social art that can perhaps last generations? Uh, and the Duke seems legitimately uh, shook by this because this is not something you'd expect from Versailles particularly, uh, but also having just shot someone for the lols, uh, <laughs> someone taking an action like this is actually kind of staggering for him. So he he raises uh, the, the glass and there's there's the polite applause of, you know. Taylor Swift announcing a new album at the Grammys where everyone's like, yeah, cool, great. You could have announced that off your toilet and it would have had the same effect. Thank you. Thank you for this. So just like polite applause from from the crowd, uh, most of whom were just pissed that they didn't think to do something like this. Um, and again, the Duke seems very um, shook by this. He's looking at, at the glass. He's looking at Versailles and he seems very uh, confused and vexed. Um, Valentine, you're standing with Atticus. Do you have any? I, I just want to make sure I'm leaving room. Otherwise, I've got like 50 NPCs they're going to get through. So, <laughs> is there anything you lean over to say to Atticus? You're just letting this roll. What's, what's going on? I think Valentine would just hold out a data slate that to remind Atticus at the end of this, we're announcing you know a winner for the most the most correctly labeled items within the house. They get the horse. <sighs> the people who guessed the value of the value of the whole estate including grounds and all outlying properties, the person closest to that wins the ship from the first race and then we're doing a dowry offer. So like the poems like poems going to yeah. be great. Then we'll do this at the end. Mm. Don't get thrown by this. Uh Great. I'm also just referencing, so I know the names of the ship and the horse. I have them here. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, he'll just give you like a, a curt nod. And then I think also just, um, I don't think he would care that this might potentially get picked up, but he was, he'll was he say like, uh, uh, like gesture over to the maze, like, did you see all that? Of course, sir. It was all right then. Excellent, sir. Well, very good then, Rabute. Very good. So there's a sound of trumpets. Uh, a, a a bad imitation of of battle trumpets, and um, Haldron Warwalker uh, marches out and uh, 
pulls a a very clearly wooden sword because uh, there's no way he's getting it with anything <laughs> remotely real um, and kind of gestures to his forehead um, and says, I will be doing military drills and proceeds to just like march as like a sad drummer kind of like drums a, a roughly military tune and proceeds to just kind of do a one man march around. Everyone just watches in horrified silence. Uh, because prior to Atticus, this probably would have gone over okay. Now it's someone dressed as a soldier pretending to be a soldier while an actual soldier is here. That's deeply embarrassing and kind of offensive to all involved. Um, so he he does it. He keeps doing like, you know, when you see uh, the like the beef eaters in England march past where they just kind of like turn their head and then it's back. He's doing that, but it's only him. So he just keeps marching past the Duke. And Wickthrope is just sinking lower and lower. Valentine from over Atticus's shoulder would say loudly enough to be sure the crowd could hear, and what do you think of this parade, sir? <laughs> I think Atticus would, would just give his honest reaction of like, what parade? It's a jockass running around in a field. And just like laughter. There's just laughter from the crowd. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Valentine pretends to be checking to sleep. He's just giving a check mark for like this went well. <laughs> He's not showing it to anybody. He's just please. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So uh, Haldron finishes it, uh, just completely oblivious to how deeply embarrassing this is. Gives the salute and and uh, marches off with a wink to the Duke, who literally just kind of tries to hide behind the glass, just holding a glass of like amber liquid that can be seen through in front of his face. <laughs> he sl slinks down into his chair a little bit. Um, and a, a few of these go on. Um, there's some awkward singing. Uh, there is, uh, you know, someone does does a ribbon, uh, like a, a floor routine from the Olympics. Um, <laughs> Yay. And uh, the, Bjorno's looking at, at the, the list of names. Uh, I believe uh, Captain Captain Varn? Captain Captain mm -hmm. Varn. Do we have, do we have uh, uh, Captain Varn? Oh, my God. What's with that dress? <laughs> Morgan will just take that in stride and give a nod and walk up and walk basically up to get an audience with the Duke and give him a low bow. And I thank you for the opportunity to show my art. But what I have for you is my resignation in this celestial season. It is not honest of me to go on pretending I wish to gain your hand when already my heart is spoken for. And all I have is but one wish, that you too can find love in the most unexpected places. And uh, can you roll me a deception? I think we gotta go. God damn. Gotta oh, go. That's all I got. The biggest alley-oop. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Fucking huge. This is the, the, the fastball special. Huge pass and play. Yeah, you're I'm just trying. Colossus throwing Wolverine <laughs> yeah. at things. Yeah. Well, I have five advantages. Fastball special. So. So two yeah. boost. <laughs> That's fucking wild. I'm oh and you're deceptive. Did you, so you get another one for happen? lying? Oh yes, thank you. No, no. I looked at you like, and like no. you looked like you knew. No. Is this a pose, Tom? I'm just, or playing, I'm just playing Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a pose, checks, baby. Oh, it's just another post. Yeah. Okay. I'll just roll it. One success, three advantages. Okay. Uh, I had a triumph and three advantages. Okay. But he considers you carefully. And then he just kind of leans forward and says, that might be the second honest thing I've heard tonight. It's so refreshing. More off-worlders should come here, truly. 
thank you for this. Thank you for taking yourself out of this abhorrent race because it, it doesn't appeal to you. And you can tell like he's, he's really struggling with the decorum here. Mm. And he says, and c- congratulations on your <coughs> love for, it, is, is it indeed <coughs> Saka to avoid stain? I was not in a situation to announce it myself, but my duke, and she does a bow. <laughs> like, and then I can say it because that's improper. But yeah, you so you bow, uh, and 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 turn to leave, and he just kind of refills his glass, and just as you walk away, he goes, "Huh? Suppose true love does exist." <laughs> Strange. It just takes a long sip. Well, just a thousand yards staring into the crowd. Like, he's not even looking at you. It's just this is this is really uh, rocked his his world a bit. Uh, and Birno is just sitting there, kind of with a "what the fuck." Uh, and he goes, "Okay, all right, true love uh, triumphs, I suppose." Uh, it would seem that the captain has removed herself from the running, which kind of makes sense because we all knew she was going to leave later anyway. Okay, great. Uh, don't know what that was, but the Duke seems. Cool with it. Great. All right. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, and you you make your way back to the crowd. And people are giving you like like approving stares and things. Again, they're not. How loudly would you have said that? Like, was that just for the Duke, or were you you performatively saying it? Yeah, it's all still out loud. It's but I didn't specifically say it, so I'm just let whatever people want to think. Okay, great. So, you're walk, so as you're walking away, <laughs> you, you hear just muttering, and you hear Haldron Walker say, "I hope it's me." <laughs> so you make your way past. Uh, but yeah, you can tell that you've gone from being kind of a pariah mm-hmm. to being kind of a, a a delightfully eccentric oddity that's just like okay this all feels better people were more concerned about you when there was a chance you would be the Mm -hmm. ruler of this planet now that it's very clear you won't be everyone's kind of like oh great you're just a weird aunt that's fine you're not popular but you're that kid in the punk outfit in the back of class (laughs) that's just mean things everybody likes yeah exactly they don't don't understand her but in a way she's free you know supporting the fable and folly network here's another show we know you'll love i got this really strange email last night i need to see what's going on with this mystery file hey it's a map of a town called ocean bay someone sent these images to you for a reason i'm so lost right now when was the last time you chose a direction and followed it i'm going to ocean bay We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
Hello and well met. This is Sister Olian Mina. I am recording this communique to humbly ask for your assistance. You need only to go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice for monthly tithes of nearly $5, which I am told is an old Terran currency. You'll receive, besides of course, the blessings of the Emperor, which are priceless, you can also get exclusive weekly video communications, keeping you up to date on the inner workings of those behind the scenes who help keep the Inquisition's engines running, so to speak. Join us now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That is spelled D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and may you always walk in the light of the Emperor. And Morgan, Morgan would go right back to being extremely vigilant and watching things, because especially as we're leading up to the end of this, if someone might, wants to make a weird move, especially, I don't know what Bobberstein's been up to. We're so. about to find out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Eli would have um, approached with Morgan kind of as close as yeah. is um, <laughs> socially acceptable uh, to where the Duke platform is, just so that he can then face forward and look at the see kind of eye contact mm -hmm. with with everyone in the crowd um if we're stepping away uh eli would like to kind of mutter to morgan like there's a last pistol in the maze can toby retrieve it oh man then morgan will be on that see if toby can grab that pistol very smart uh toby goes uh, and just swoops, <laughs> swoops down. No one's paying attention. Everyone is. Mm -hmm. Although, admittedly, a lot of people weren't paying attention to you talking to Duke because it's a little bit like when you're at a concert and the band plays a song no one really likes and everyone just like mm -hmm. sits down and like, takes a break. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Toby's able to to make his way over and I think just get the last pistol. I don't think the Imperial, the Royal Guard wouldn't be in there. Mm -hmm. uh, th that's kind of done. So, yeah, I think Great. you can so, say So you, Toby's you have... up in the air with a pistol and Morgan will just nod to Lee and lie. Yes. If you happen to need to step away for some reason, perhaps you can find something. It bows, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you. Like, I've had great fun watching Atticus in all these situations, but there's something about, like, Eli in just bowing that's very funny to me yeah. as a concept. No matter uh, what Eli still does, Eli is a Navy man. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And he's gotten yeah. so good it's at so it. Yeah. It's still just like an yeah. awkward look. It's a real journey here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's found a line and it works for him and he just yeah. throws it up yeah. Yeah. Lady, whenever so, he needs it. Uh, Eli, I think it's safe to say you can you can kind of disappear into the crowd again. No one's paying attention to servants yeah. and uh, uh, obtain the pistol. The pistol's great. Uh, great. It is the, uh, he, he, Really, really leaned hard on that battery, so the the charge pack. I was going to ask. Yeah, it's is, low. Is low, um, which I think we'll say. Uh, I have it. If here. there's any, mine is a dueling last pistol. If that matters, that that would be that'd be about correct. Yep. So okay, we can you want to take my stance? Yes. Yeah, get those stats. Dude, can uh, I tell how many shots I have left? Uh, I think w the way we'll play it is uh, if you roll a failure with it, it's depleted. Okay. So at any point, if you're you're shooting and and you roll badly. That's, okay. that's the last one. Also, because realistically, you. you won't be like, <laughs> there's no hammer, but hypothetically, fanning the hammer, it's like you're going to be taking individual shots with this thing, whereas uh, the Duke was like, yeah. he was unloading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Super. All right. One more illicit weapon in the mix. <laughs> Great. Well done. That's yeah. Smart. So, 
the Bureau is looking at the, the rapidly shrinking list of, of people who, who have uh, things to show. Uh, he called out for Voidstein several times, but no response because he's currently <laughs> bricked up in a basement <laughs> doing some research. One tier. Uh, yep. So everyone just kind of there's, there's muttering about that. That's that's vaguely scandalous. Uh, but finally, he gets to to Boberstein, and Boberstein doesn't approach uh, the Duke. He instead has built uh, a little a little platform and a, a little podium for himself. So he he gets up on that, and uh, he he says. People of Greybridge, the society, we have failed. We have failed so deeply and so colossally as as a people and as a place. And uh, Duke Wickthrope, look, I, I, I appreciate that you, you seem to be really trying to turn this place around in your own way. Uh, and maybe you found love with... <sighs> someone you might want to be careful about. Uh, but none of that matters because I'm here to talk about the future, not the past, not all the bad shit that's been going on. You know, I, I spent a lot of time looking for purpose in life and I kind of thought I'd found it. And then it got torn away from me in a fire explosion. Uh, so that sucked a lot for me and for everyone else. But it got me thinking about kind of what we should be doing here. And what real art is. And I realized that when when Lady Bonsong died, we we lost uh, a life of art. Uh, she wanted to make this place better. She was working to make this place better despite tragedy. So I, uh, I loved her. Um, and I'd hoped that maybe she and I could, uh, you know... <laughs> make this place better, rule it somehow. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, she's gone now. And I realized that the greatest gift I could give this planet was to to instead try and uh, live as as she lived and, and carry on her legacy. Uh, and he begins to unwrap his face. Uh, and slowly but surely, uh, a still slightly bruised and healing uh, half visage of uh, Guinevere Ballen song is revealed. Uh, and the muscles don't quite work yet. Um, so the mouth and eye don't quite track, but just says, so I will become a living work of art in the name of, of Lady Ballensong and, and we'll try and live as she did and improve this place as she did. And the first step towards that is more rights for, for the lower classes here on Greybridge. We've separated ourselves for too long. Look, I built this. I built this with my hands, not someone else's. And of course, it's rickety as shit. He's done a terrible job of this. But he, he points out, he says, we, we should all be looking to do more of, of, of what we can to, and like the Royal Guard are just slowly moving in and around. And he says, and and part of that, my Lord, is that you, you can't marry murderers uh, and assassins. So I am calling out right now that Duke Quickstorp, you can do better. I'm not saying me, and I'm not saying Gwen points <laughs> to his face. Um, and uh, he just says, but you, please, we need to do better. We all need to do better. Thank you for your time. If you need me, I'll be in the streets where the real people are. And he, he steps down and goes to leave. Uh, Valentine will show Atticus the data slate, and it will just say, if he names you as murderer, challenge him to duel. Uh, he'll nod and just think back because uh, 
he was like that was kind of a shock to him to hear someone talk like that uh talk out of line you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but i don't believe he was named so he was not so he's gonna can you make him name you uh and uh atticus will shrug and uh give like the like the the shrug and pout of like let's find out and uh, <laughs> uh, uh and uh stride over to Bobberstein. yeah i mean he's on his way out Bobberstein says, balance song <laughs> yeah he says look I, I think i've made it pretty clear I, I have nothing to say to you um what was all that about what are you doing i You're think throwing it all away no i'm building something new something better what Guinevere would have wanted. What we want. And he points to both sides of his face. This is... I'm confused. Uh, what is... What was the end game here for you? I mean, we just had an uprising quelled. Quite violently, I should say. You're putting yourself in grave danger here. Ah, but they, they went about it the wrong way. They went out there trying to murder everyone, and that's not what this is about. This is about being better, leading through example. I built that. I learned how to build that yesterday while my face was healing. We can do this, but it doesn't need to be about murdering the royals. It's about redistribution of wealth, and I think if everyone could just get on side with that, like we would have wanted, then that will be all right. And when they see this face, when they see this golden example shining... They're going to want to get behind it. They're going to want to live Guinevere's dream just like I do now. Just like like, like you could have if you'd spent some time getting to know her instead of... What do you mean? Look, you know... What do you mean you, you could you have? Know, no, you know what? You'll have plenty of time to get to know her now. And then he he, he goes to embrace you. Uh, That took like a weird turn for Atticus where he does not know how to behave. <laughs> um, He would have instincts of like, don't fucking touch me. But... Uh, he would like look across like the field to Rabute. He's like, he's like, just like, what is this? Yeah, just just, like, <laughs> and in the time it takes him to do yeah, that, yeah. he hugs you. And he just says, "I forgive you." Which we it looks like you. you're looking to the Duke because yeah. we were just yeah. off stage yeah. having hosted yeah. this event. So, yeah. uh, and the Duke literally just stands up and says, "What the fuck, man?" Uh, and he steps down down off the throne and just starts like walking with a little, little shaky. He's yeah. been drinking a lot of Amasek yeah. um, <laughs> towards, and he says, okay, hang on. Um, uh, Lord Van Houten, can you step aside for a moment? I need to have words with, uh, with this and, uh, Bob's just like push him away. Yeah. I'll, I'll like untangle him from sure. me. Yeah. And oh, kind he of... steps back. He steps okay. back and, and he just turns to the Duke and says, don't worry, we're square now. Uh, and the Duke just says. I, this is horrific. What have you done to your... <laughs> you put a dead woman's face on your face? What good did you think this was going to do? You've been lollygagging around this planet like a fucking child for years, and then all of a sudden the girl you like dies? So you think you can just make a fucking difference all of a sudden? The fuck do you even know about the lower classes, Bobberstein? And, and like, Robbie doesn't know what to do with this. He's just kind of like looking for help. You just hear mutter, what would Guinevere do? And um, Atticus would like to come between the Duke and Bobberstein yep. because Bobberstein appears to be pretty unhinged and it's just a gesture of like, we just need a little bit of space here. You're a, you're kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very important person. Don't touch him. Yeah. Uh, and the Duke just just like pours himself more. And like, notices the, the bottle's empty and just kind of drops it. And he says, get your shit together, man. 
Ugh. Uh, he turns and he yells to the royal guards, like, don't shoot this man. He's just an idiot. Uh, and he goes back up to uh, the throne and slumps down. And he just looks up at the servo skulls um, and says, Uncle, is this truly worth our time? What? And just goes to drink. And Bobstein just <laughs> says, Typical royals. This is why we need redistribution. And he turns to leave again. I think, I feel like Bobberstein kind of, in a way, killed himself <laughs> by doing this, like speaking out against the crown in such a way and stuff like that. I think Atticus, uh, Atticus doesn't necessarily have like the political like wherewithal and acumen of like uh, um, knowing that he needs to like pull back uh, uh, specifically, but it is a thing of like, this dude signed his death warrant. Like, like that's, uh, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the military term of like insubordination. That, mm -hmm. that is gross insubordination. Um, and he knows how the king is with these people that uh, <laughs> he's rallying around or apparently, mm -hmm. um, he said the quiet part to me of like violence isn't the way, but he said the, the he said the rest of it out loud. of like, I'm joining the folks in the streets. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, all right, man, I guess I, I don't. <laughs> Like Atticus is fully like, I don't understand the play here. <laughs> I'm so confused. So he's just like, I I don't want to get involved. So he'll just be like, well, well, all right then, and right. just back uh, away. So he he storms to the gate and then he turns back and says, "We'll be back for our manner and our things later." And he opens the gate no. and strides out into the street. No. Uh, he'll say, um. God, he's got so sorry. This is Tyler more than Atticus right now. I'm just like, there's a specific way to say this next part. Um, well, then you'd best be sure to submit your estimations of value to my man Rebute because everything here is for sale. And he doesn't turn back, he just walks off into the night with the self assurance of a, a man child who has only ever been given things who assumes if he just comes back and says, This is mine, that they'll just give it back to no, him. Yeah, no, we set up pretty clear rules. Like, you got to be able to guess the price. <laughs> and it's all auction. Yeah. Yep. So he's, he's, he, he's gone. Like, the crowd is in, the crowd is doing what Laura's doing on camera right now, which is just <laughs> kind of like, no one really knows what to do. Uh, and uh, Kuros just starts clapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, and slowly but surely other people start to get curious for all the shit he suffered tonight is just a real mean guy so he can kind of win back some of the crowd by just being uh, incredibly mean uh, and he, uh, he just says wow and I thought I was an egomaniac for getting my face tattooed on my chest how about that guy there's like some laughing and, and some tittering but the, the people who are legitimately in the running for the duke are not talking to him mm. or this is all like no. the lower houses who really have very little to lose yeah. um, but uh yeah, there's just kind of stunned silence, and uh, the Duke just shrugs and says, Oh, uh, all right, um, Mr. Birano, was it? Can you just move this along? I would very much like to not be here. Also, if anyone else has employed flesh crafters for their art, please keep it to yourselves. I don't need any more of that in anywhere, <laughs> really. Um, and he kind of gestures to you, um, Atticus, to, to go ahead. And he, he mouths thank you at you. Yeah, he'll just kind of like gesture, just like an open gesture of like like open hands and open arms. They're just like, mm. you know, what would anyone do? Kind of thing. <laughs> like, 
So with that, um, where where were you going to perform the the poem? How how is this going to play? <laughs> uh, among the uh, the banners, okay, you wanted to basically speak and have you know the Van Houten house banners, and I believe we were talking about illustrations of like his accomplishments yeah. and things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted that all. There. Incidentally, you also have one of Guinevere, which is a much nicer tribute than whatever uh, yeah. the fuck that was. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of get positioned, and a hush falls over the crowd because again, at this point. <laughs> You've won enough that it's kind of clear that this is kind of in the bag. Yeah. But this is, there is still decorum. There's still a sense of like, ooh, what's he going to do now? So kind of a hush falls over the crowd. Um, Morgan and Eli, you're continuing to be vigilant, but yeah. there yeah. does not seem to be any action. People seem to literally just be attending this party. Uh, Valentine, is there anything you would you would try and slip to Atticus before he does Valentine this? Valentine is staying prepared. The only thing he would make sure is uh, once this poem is done, if Atticus is going to start announcing the winners of the contest, he wants to remind him that we are not auctioning off the property. It's being offered as a dowry. So That's just, right. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. This is what he's trying to remind Atticus. Because <laughs> honestly, the idea of it, it makes perfect sense for Atticus to be like, oh, so we sell it and then we can give the value. And it's like, no, we're just going to give the item. We're just <laughs> establishing the value of the item. No one has enough money to buy this one. <laughs> That's, our, that's our problem. Otherwise, we'd do it. Yep. Uh, but he would he would just pass those along when this is done, especially is Atticus the last person yep. presenting? Yeah, he just go last. Great. Yay. Then Valentine is there, also ready to swoop in in case this poem goes bad to be like, that we'll yeah. just do our Oprah moment like right away it's just like there's yeah. gonna be prizes you like you, you get a horse and you get a ship and the king gets the property right victrix metal fury those are the two prizes yeah people who guessed right and then the then house the announce of the entire estate as your dowry for the entire state is, is the dowry whoever okay. you marry yeah okay great cool all right <laughs> all right so uh Bierno says all right everyone um grab a couple more drinks if you need them after that. Uh, it is time for our, our, our gracious host uh, to enlighten us with with uh, his art. So uh, Lord Van Houten, Lord Van Houten, everybody, and like scattered applause. And he like ushers you up with his little like rattling footsteps, just runs up and, and gestures to the little spot. So you go up and, and take your place. Atticus is thinking up to this point was like he was he he figured the poem would be quite starkly different from other shows of of art given how garish everyone has been up to this point and how big everyone has been but now that he's had like this broadcasted time in the garden maze it feels like maybe like it's too much and he just doesn't know what to do with it like he's done like the tenderness angle mm -hmm. on this bleeding heart prince boy who like just has not seen any real action mm -hmm. uh oh yeah for those of you looking maybe disappointed like atticus <laughs> serves the emperor he's in the inquisition he's playing a role atticus and valentine both think this dude is a wiener yeah. like, he's very disappointing yeah. to yeah. rule the world yeah and for anybody who thought all oh, valentine's had a bunch of people get murdered this episode that's true and to loosely <laughs> quote the inquisitorial series <laughs> the eisenhower series it's like if you felt bad for that guy who died you're a good person you're also <laughs> not an inquisitor yeah. yeah uh yeah all right so here we go i actually wrote something down today because oh, i wanted it to be as like rushed as possible but it's ideas that i had from the last time we were right. yeah, pulling yeah. from elements much. of stuff yeah sorry in advance for no do this. not apologize we're here for everything we go. i'm very excited i'm also gonna explode you're good okay all right so he'll stand there 
amongst the banners, clear his throat and begin. <clears throat> is he reading this off of something or has he memorized it? I think he'll it? have a piece of paper, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll pull out, yeah, he'll pull out a piece of paper, which is like the final version of after him, like scribbling and like fucking stuff up and yeah. Um, so he'll say, uh, uh, I crushed an orc's flower until the hum of his engine drenched my face and chest. My hand is cold metal for my enemies and my body is warm meat for the grinder. But my heart is paper and you've left your mark on it. You've broken the seal and unraveled me. My life story is on display for you to judge. And he's gesturing around at the banners and stuff. But my paper heart remains an empty letter, save for your name scrolled across it. I crushed an orc's flower until the hum of his engine drenched my face and chest. <laughs> but I would take a pen in my warm hand if you would in turn take me in yours. Together, we might write our story and keep it safe upon my paper heart. It's like, and then just like that thing of like, it is. <laughs> the end. Uh, and the Duke just stands up and like storms down uh, the, the steps, uh, like straight up to you uh, and just grabs your, your head in both hands and says, I think I might just love you. Uh, and then he kisses you. And the crowd goes fucking wild. <laughs> it is it is crazy. Um, Morgan, you shoot a, a glance to uh, <laughs> like the Lizzo Lizardman uh, servitor whose eyes are just like rapidly spinning as clearly transmitting like as fast as humanly possible. Yes. Um, the screens blink to life with Frederick just going, oh shit, is it... Is it okay? Uh, and like crowd is going crazy. God. Um, you, you hear Versailles uh, just yelling into uh, a comms. Yeah, no, cancel the fucking orphanage. Just see if you can get that back. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the the place goes goes wild. Uh, and Frederick just says, well, uh, all right. <laughs> I guess it's not just a... Ceremony tomorrow might might be a fucking wedding. So I guess we can look forward to that. Hey, rattling guy, you seem like you got your shit together. You're planning a wedding tomorrow, okay? Okay. <gasps> so everybody, winter's coming, so get your fucking parkas ready. We're having a royal wedding, I guess. Congratulations, smashy arm guy. Uh, and and of course, my my nephew, you killed a guy. That's great. And it looks like uh you won yourself uh, a, a, a husband. Um, I understand uh, that there's some other thing to be done here. I hope it's no one else revealing a fleshcraft face. Are we done with that? <laughs> that fucking, give me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like that. I don't like that. So if you're going to do that, just don't do that. But uh, we got something else. Do, do your other thing. But holy shit. Wow. I guess this is a celestial season to remember, everybody. What a, what a beautiful couple. Here's to you. And he raises a glass. And everyone kind of has to raise a glass. Valentine hands Atticus a great. glass. Yes, and so <laughs> yep. I will have a glass to All raise. All right, great. Well, here's here's the future of Greybridge. It is uh, paper heart. 
I guess. Uh, and uh, he raises a glass and everybody, everybody cheers and, and clinks. And there's like, again, this is this is drama at a level this society has not seen in in an age. Uh, so there's there's lots of excitement. Uh, that said, you still have the business of. Yep, we got a hand. Yep. So Valentine would take the the winner list from Birino and hand it over to Atticus to be able to present their two winners and reveal the dowry. Who are the two winners? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the so I remember the rules of your contest as this was not yes. mine. Okay, so it is the per- the person who guessed the most things inside the manor <clears throat> correctly. Mm-hmm. And then the person who guessed the entire value of the estate, all the outbuildings, all the businesses, the most correctly. Great. Okay. So the most items correctly uh, is Marcellanus Trueheart, the solicitor, uh, who, needless to say, is very good at just eyeballing these things. That makes sense. Um, and the overall winner is a lesser house that none of you <laughs> interacted with at all. Um, the... Uh, Smythington West House, uh, which are a bunch of deeply, deeply social climby, um, just in- incredibly um, snarky person in the background of a British manners comedy. Folks, they're all slightly overdone. Their uh, makeup and hair is, is sort of almost a uh, court of the sun king level of like too much powder, too much wig. Uh, but the reason that they they were able to do this is there is a uh, a clerk with them. Um, who is is smiling just very, very snarkily at, at everyone as this is announced. Uh, and uh, Hugh Smiggleton kind of appears at your arm and says, Oh, that makes sense, my lord. I'm, I'm afraid that was the, the, the most overachiever in my class. My nemesis. Clerk. Drendington. And Drendington just nods and nods at everyone. And of course, is like letting the smith westing uh take the prize but he says i'm sorry my lord i should have warned you they're very very good at estimations it's fine he's won a group of people a ship we have won a place in the palace and hugh looks at you the way he did when you first gave him a job he says take that drendington uh, no one hears it or cares, but he has won a small victory against a, an arch nemesis. Um, but the uh, the ship is a huge prize for this family. This this is like they they could never afford anything nearly this cool. Um, you see them them kind of like uh, titter about it. They're losing their cool very quickly <laughs> in a way that just lowers their status kind of further and <laughs> further. Um, and Marcellanus runs up to Victrix and uh, just kind of is going, oh, a, a horse. Oh, <laughs> clearly terrified of horses. <laughs> and it's just one of those people who's won a prize and is like standing kind of at distance, uh, being like, huzzah, uh, as, as Victrix just kind of like stomps closer and looks looks to you, Atticus, with kind of a like, are you sure about this look? Atticus completely disregards a horse looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> and Victrix, doesn't give a shit. Victrix just like looks back knowing that uh, he unfortunately gave you too much horse confidence and now you've you've surpassed it. So yeah. a fair uh, horse confidence. But, uh, <laughs> of course, these two things were merely the icing on the cake. Um, it's time for the big announcement. Atticus. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, after, you know, having those names on the data slate saying like, here's your prize, blah, blah, blah. Um <laughs> He'll say, uh, 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 and I would like to announce that this uh, uh, game, this competition to uh, 
discuss and discover the true value of the Balansong estate is that because as the executor of the Balansong estate, I will be giving it as a dowry to whomever I shall marry. However, he like looks to the, the Duke who's with him, I assume still. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, I do have hopes about who in particular would receive this. Um, and the Duke uh, just uh, just kind of gives you a, a stern look. Meanwhile, Frederick is just on the screen with his hands in the air, like big smile on his face. Uh, and uh, Duke Wixop just says, uh, Lord Van Houten, I require nothing from you but your aforementioned paper heart. But perhaps we can use this estate for good. And he kind of looks up at the... The <laughs> looks directly into the eyes of the uh, servitors, and Frederick is just sitting there going like, <laughs> um, <laughs> for, "For those audio listeners, that was a oh hell no." Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. He's, giving, he's giving the Jonah <laughs> the, Hill at the, the Oscars yeah. like, "Please don't yeah. cut, no, it. You cut, cut, cut this, it. cut this." And uh, the Duke turns out to the crowd and says, "Lord Barberstein said some fucking nonsense tonight, but something that did ring true was that Lady Balansong." was one of a kind and was attempting something good here. So now, with Lord Van Houten's help and with this estate, perhaps a proper non-face legacy can live on. But I suppose we'll have to see tomorrow, my lord. I will be at the altar, and I certainly hope you will be as well. Uh, and Atticus won't say anything, but he'll squeeze his hand again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, with that, um, Bjorno turns and, and like quickly gestures to his team and they all nod, uh, and, uh, it, with a press of a button, uh, fireworks go off around the, um, around the estate. Uh, these are of course, like no one has access to real weapons. So they're very- <laughs> I was going to say, Eli was immediately <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah, on yeah. guard, no, no, like no, what no, the no, fuck no, is this cover for? They're, they're <laughs> basically like, they've rigged up like little like bursts of, cause it's, it's still a fall season. So like little bursts of, um, of leaves, like, uh, like paper leaves. confetti kind of thing. Kind of, those yeah, party yeah. poppers, the, the equivalent of party poppers. <laughs> okay. Sorry, fireworks is probably too strong a description, but just something to like really okay. indicate it, it's a classic like end of a concert. We have to make this look good, so things burst off around, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you you just whoever's closest to Beardo, maybe Eli, should be like found a use for those books after all. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, from all the dried paper match. He didn't cut up more because he knew he'd get fucking murdered. Correct. Uh, but yeah, so party poppers go off uh, around. People are cheering. And um, Morgan, of course, your eyes kind of track over to the servitor who, if a servitor's shoulders could raise three inches, have gone up uh, like three inches. Uh, and the servitor almost like turns away uh, and you can just hear it muttering. Like you, you can see it just sending commands rapidly. Various servo skulls are kind of like dancing around it. Uh, and it kind of uh, looks up and locks eyes with you and just tilts its head slightly. And Morgan will lock eyes back and not make any sudden movements, but just that slow cat blink. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the servitor just cocks its head back up and just rotates back around mm -hmm. uh, to face things. But Valentine, to your point, despite all the conspiracies and all of the, the, the violence and all of the still unsolved mysteries, it does indeed seem like Atticus has won the heart of a duke. Uh, and as a snow begins to fall with the Cloud Palace going into overdrive to rapidly flip the seasons, uh, the party comes to a close. 
and all of you have a wedding to prepare for. Oh, and an Eldari to kill. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Ryan Laplante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik, alongside Game Master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chief Spy Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com slash DumDumDice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she's swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! It strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. Thank you.